Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ken Miller, Trent Condon. They are Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome. It's Miller and Condon as we start another week here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Glad you're with us. As we're with you for the next couple of hours, busy program, going to recap the weekend of college basketball. We'll do, I think, probably all college hoops today. Maybe a little NFL sprinkled in is because it is a pretty important week on the NFL offseason schedule. So perhaps we'll find some time to do that today. But a lot of college basketball here, uh, specifically in the first, oh... Well, probably the whole show, Trent, to be honest with you. Yeah, I hope you yeah. didn't want to talk a little baseball or anything no, else today. No, I'm good. I'm good. I do have to find at least a couple of minutes because I want to go to Wells Fargo Arena, what we saw uh, unveiled on uh, Saturday night. Uh, but if I want to find time for that, at least at some point. Okay. I'll save that for later on, maybe to kick off the 11 o'clock hour. But um, uh, here's what's coming up on the program. Scott Darkerman is our only guest in the first hour. Trent and I are going to go around the weekend until about the oh, bottom of the hour. And then Scott Darkerman from The Athletic will slide on in here. We'll recap Iowa's well, Big Ten season, quite honestly. Their loss yesterday, their improbable loss uh, to Nebraska, considering the circumstances that we watch unfold. So we'll do that. Uh, Dylan Montz is going to be in studio. At least that's the plan right now. He was courtside, Texas Tech and Iowa State, as Texas Tech clinches a share of the Big Ten, uh, the Big 12 title, rather, and does so at Hilton Coliseum uh, in front of the uh, fan base on Friday. So we'll do that with Dylan. And then Scott Phillips, college basketball, national college basketball guy going to join us about 11.35. Rob Doster, who normally is with us, had a baby, him and his wife, this weekend. Is yes. that their second? Number two for the Dosters. And what was it? A boy or a girl? It was a baby. That's what I thought, too. That's the only thing I saw was the picture of a baby and Rob Doster, and I couldn't tell. I think it's a girl. Okay, I'll give it. I mean, you got a 50-50 chance. Right, right, right. Speaking of chances, how'd you do this weekend? I did excellent. I had a great weekend. The account is all filled up. Oh, perfect. For The bankroll has been padded. Oh, yes, it had. Really, the last two weeks, I have been really good. Mm -hmm. Now, you had had a total play from the weekend. Yes. Was that Sunday's uh, Valley Championship? Free money, right? 120? The Valley Championship between these two teams, two of the slowest teams in the country. Right, who had played three straight days. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah, that did look like a little bit. And what was the, uh, I mean, it never got close, right? It was, no. Did they bust 110? If they did, they just did. 57-54, so yeah, 111. Okay. Now, the one concern I had. Was OT. Yeah, Lowhouse right. hits that runner at the horn. And Trent, Saturday, he does. Yes, he, oh boy, how good was he? Oh my he? God, unbelievable. He's the difference in the basketball game. But what a, a fun weekend frustrating weekend. You know, there was, was so many both, elements, right? Yeah, it, yeah. There was a little of both in there. Felt bad for Drake, uh, especially, you know, in, injury again uh, creeping up in the uh, in the middle of that game. Uh, Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were Murphy. without McGlynn Friday oh, night. my God. 
And then the it was bus a- broke down going home. Did you see that? No, you're, the bus you're blew. No, honest to God. So what was it? Two weeks ago, that they clinched a share. Right. Their plane. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Yes. They had uh, they had me- mechanical trouble on the plane. They were forced to jump on the bus. Mm-hmm. So we know about all the injuries. Uh, then Tremel Murphy goes down um, in in Saturday's game. We know about McGlynn in Friday's game. So they're coming home on Sunday, and the bus bus blew a tire. Honest to God, you can't make it up. You can. It was just one of these years. Um, you know, and sadly, their season's going to come to an end. I, d- I don't think there's going to be any postseason, especially when you factor in all the injuries. I mean, clearly, they're not going to the big dance. We know that. Mm-hmm. The NIT seems like a stretch at this point. Um, NIT is a huge switch, stretch, but they can still play in one of the C tournaments, the, the CBI or the CIT. Yeah. And I think that'll happen, won't it? With the injuries? Eh, why not? I mean, it's, to play. It, it's probably up to Brian Harden, right? Yes. At this point, do they want to continue to play on when you the depleted roster? Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. That was a, that was a kick in the you know what's. But you know, since we're doing Valley, let's go there because they mm-hmm. deserve. I mean, look at the Panthers had an opportunity to punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament yesterday, and for the longest time, trend it certainly looked like they were going to be able to do just that. What a tale of two halves, though. My good God. And then it was McDonald, right, that yeah. that, uh, that triggered the six-point play. I mean, a six-point play. And uh, a Gunlier, is that how you say his last name? You got it. Couldn't miss. Nope. Could not miss. When he got to the free throw line, down the stretch, he gets four three four free throws, two for the flagrant, one for the foul that pre or two shots for the foul that preceded it, made them both. They get the ball. They make another basket. That's a six-point play in the scheme of things. I mean, the, the comeback was on at that point. It, oh yeah, it was. It was happening. It yeah. was happening. It, yeah. it looked as though I mean, you and I was just hanging on, mm-hmm. and uh, Bradley was coming on, and the Panthers. Unfortunately, um, Lowhouse had a chance, and Saturday probably makes that shot. He wasn't going to make it yesterday, but uh, you know, heck of a run, right? The five was it five and six yes. season in the tournament, playing for an opportunity. Bradley got the job done. Panthers will. Now they won't go anywhere. They will not. Losing They're, record. Yeah, Sixteen and seventeen, right? Sixteen and eighteen. Sixteen and eighteen. Yes, after Ooh. the loss. So their season is over. Wyatt Lowhouse's career is over. Mm-hmm. But take away from this the loss frustrating to lose an eighteen point second half lead, the fashion that they did. They had four possessions in a row, they just turned it over, mm-hmm. kinda helping Bradley yep. get right back into the game and kind of in blink of an eye all of a sudden goes from easy control of the game to Single digits, and yep. then even before next thing you know, another down turnover, one, one another basket. It was just it, it really snowballed down the hill. This UNI team has been frustrating to watch. You, you watch those pieces play throughout this weekend, and if you watch all three UNI games, they have a lot of really nice pieces. Mm-hmm. Now Lowhouse helped them in both the quarterfinals and the semifinals, and he'll be gone. But most everybody's back. Yeah, AJ Green turned it over a little too yep. much his freshman year. He did. But he's going to be a lot better. Oh, my God, Trent. He's fun. He was really good yesterday. Average 15 as a freshman. You don't do that nope. at the NBC. You nope. don't see guys do that. Wasn't real good on Saturday, but they, you nope. know what? Lowhouse was. Yes. And he was good late. Yeah. He had the bucket to beat Trent. Yes, Drew. huge. So you have him back. You got Isaiah Brown, really good defender, guy that can shoot the three. Burr Howell will be back for his junior mm-hmm. season. This is a guy they got in the summer from Pepperdine, mm-hmm. a Minnesota kid. You're excited about him. McDonald will be back for his senior year. The injuries Dahl, that they had. He's, uh, he's got a year left, right? He's got another year left. Biggie Goldman, he's got another year left. We didn't even see him. He's been injured. You know, the P- Pickford, who also had an mm-hmm. injury. And coming into this year, this is not the same guy we saw during his freshman campaign. He was terrific. Taiwan Pickford, if he's back healthy next year, this is a team. They've been frustrating throughout the year because the pieces appear to be in place. 
Maybe this is something that does catapult them next year. And they're like Drake. They're competing for a regular season title. They're up there. Now, they had a chance going into the last week to still get a share, which is crazy to think about as bad as the season was for much of it for you and I. But I think a lot of positives to take away. Really, I think we can say that as frustrating in different avenues for all four teams in the state. I think there are positives for all four. From, from the weekend you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought, I thought Iowa State played better. I mean, Texas Tech's a good basketball team. They're just better. They're just better. They're just better basketball. That was my takeaway. Yes. Texas Tech is better. Mm-hmm. At least Iowa State played hard. They did. I, got, I, I give them credit. There's no doubt about that. They did. Uh, good for you, Steve Prohm, keeping Cam Lard on the bench. That's mm-hmm. where he needs to be, and that's where he was. Um, here's the crazy part about yesterday, Trent, as far as Iowa. And you said it in your update, 16 points in 47 seconds or whatever it was. I thought it was 50 seconds. I'm not going to nitpick. <laughs> Whatever it was. The crazy part about it is, Trent, I didn't think they played bad defense in that final couple of minutes, honestly. It, it wasn't like it was just a bunch of layups no. and wide open threes. There was hands and yes. faces as Watson continued to make prayer after prayer. Sometimes you have to tip your ball cap mm-hmm. and say, hey, they got us. Yeah. And that was that. Much like the Iowa comeback against Northwestern, this one, very similar. Iowa had to go, what, 8 of 8 down that yeah. stretch to But when Bohannon banked that one in, mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, they're going to do it again. Yeah. Gonna find a way. Gonna find a way. Uh, and then the big kid from, uh, Reykjavik, Iceland, Thor, uh, blocks the, uh, blocks the final shot in overtime. It's just, I mean, for the state of Iowa to lose the two games that they participated in yesterday afternoon in the fashion they did with big leads, uh, in the second half. I mean, that's, I mean, how many times that gonna happen? Happening at the same time. At the same time, essentially. Yeah, you're right. You're not gonna see that. No. You're not going to see nope. it. What, what, uh, held your clicker longer? Well, I, I was doing it like I would do in the fall when I, when Iowa State were playing at the same time. Okay. I would have them, I taped both of them, mm-hmm. and I would go to the point where I look, God, I, the crawl's gonna get me. Okay. So I don't wanna do that, and I go back to the other game. So I really watched them both interrupted, mm. but, um, but I don't feel like I missed anything. No. I wonder what it would have been like in the state, though. I mean, look at the Panthers were playing for a berth in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Iowa was playing for a, for an opportunity to go eleven and nine in the Big Ten. Right. Yeah. Um, in the grand scheme of things, this still it doesn't change Iowa that much. And, and the loss, you mean? I know there's a lot of frustration, and now it's four well, consecutive. Comment about um, friend after we're you know talking about ten and ten in in the post game. Halas asked the question. It, it's. They're still a tournament team. This doesn't change. No, that. they're in a tournament. I agree with you. They're a six seed regardless of what happens. It's yeah, in the it's, Big Ten tournament. In the Big Ten right. tournament, they're it's, a nine according to Shelby in the dance. And Bra- bracket matrix has them right the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still a significant gap between them and the actual bubble. There's still oh, sure. five, six, seven teams in there, mm-hmm. even in between them. Now teams can play themselves forward. Yeah. And I was going to see either Illinois or Northwestern, two teams that come in. Limping terribly. And I'm guessing you would you would rather see. I mean, you'd rather see Northwestern, right? Just yeah. the way because Illinois can the way they guard you. Right. Yeah. They they get after. They play hard. Mm-hmm. They're better. I mean, they're more talented. Sure. They're more than Northwestern. Yeah. I love law, that. but uh, Illinois is better. But Illinois lost five of six. Uh huh. Northwestern's lost eleven of twelve. Right. <laughs> and and even losing to one of these future teams, they're still going to be fine. Mm hmm. Now, until lose the that second, one. until the second night, it might be heading to Dayton if they lose to Illinois or Northwestern. Do you think so? Do you think it comes down to that? That that's still in. The, we'll have Shelby Mass tomorrow. We'll ask him that exact question. Twenty four and one half hours from right now. It is not supposed to. It's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, the way you end a season is not supposed to play in. Mm-hmm. But you go back to the Iowa team under Fran McCaffrey that went to Dayton. 
Yeah. Fell down down the stretch. Tennessee picked them off. At the time, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. This The last 10 or last 12 games mm-hmm. that was once a metric had been taken away at that time. And you look at their resume, that team should not have had to play in Dayton. They shouldn't have. Uh-huh. Their resume was much better than those teams that were there and the teams that were above them a couple spots. The 10 seeds, the 9 seeds. Look at those resumes that year, but because of the collapse. And that plays in the mind of the committee, and it's going to play again. If they go in there... Losers of five straight, including losses at home to Rutgers and Illinois or Northwestern, that is going to play in, no doubt in my mind. So even with that, still a maybe, but it wouldn't surprise me. Mm, well, we'll see. I, look, I, I think they get by whoever they play in the first round of the tournament, uh, the Big Ten tournament, and then we'll, we'll see uh, once we get into Friday, and they would take on Michigan. Uh, in, in assuming that they win on Thursday night. All right, let's go back to Iowa State and Texas Tech. Yeah. This Texas Tech team, by the way, K-State, they did uh, they held serve on Saturday night as they picked off Baylor. Now, the news uh, coming out of that game is Dean Wade, who um, played such a huge role in that team. Look, that's a team that we've talked about all season long. Not a lot of depth. Not a lot of depth on this K-State team. But Jar is back. Did you see that? He's practicing. I did. Now they, I, I didn't think that was a possibility. I didn't either, Trent. I'm glad you mentioned that yeah. because they thought, now did I really hear that or am I making that up? I thought the same thing, and apparently he's going to play in Kansas City. Now, the, conversely, Dean Wade is not going to play in Kansas City. So why do we say that if Iowa State uh, picks off Baylor, and Baylor's got him both times this year, and, and Drew's had Prom's number in their career. I think the uh, Drew was two and uh, Prom is two and six against uh, a Baylor in his tenure at Iowa State. But if they pick off Baylor, there's nothing that says that they can't. Right. This this isn't this isn't. Um, now this wouldn't be. It's, it's not take Duke was Zion, right? It's not going to be a huge effort to beat Baylor in, in, in Kansas City. Look, the place is going to be packed with Iowa State fans. You would assume uh, Baylor. I don't think is going to travel real well to this event. Nope. But you know Iowa State will. So Iowa State wins. They get K State on Friday. Is that a noon game? That's a day game too, right? That sounds right. Or, well, we got you know the what? You know what? I, I'm going to say. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Oh. They move to. They move to early. There's two games at night after that. Help me out. Am I right? Like six, six and eight or six and eight thirty? Six and eight thirty. You got gotcha. it. Gotcha. Friday night, six o'clock ESPN or ESPN two. I don't know. Does that depend on who makes it or what else is going on? Or you know what? We want Kansas for whatever semifinal, and the Deuce yeah. gets the other one. But do you want Kansas? Most years, the answer is of course you want Kansas. I still, it's still a national brand. Still, TV oh, still wants no that. There's no question. Yeah. There's no question about that. Uh, and and the draw for Iowa State, Trent. I mean, look at look who's on the bottom of that bracket. Texas Tech, you don't want to see. No, it's the best team in the conference. Kansas and and Texas Tech find themselves on the bottom of that bracket. Mm-hmm. You know, the as far as the way things all worked out, despite the fact that Iowa State kind of, you know, staggering to the finish in their own right, the Big Twelve tournament kind of breaks their way as far as how this played out. They're on top of the bracket. And TCU or Oklahoma State, I don't give them a zero shot. Either of those teams could be K State. Uh, yeah, without Wade, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. You you have this this crazy idea that Kansas State is. Well, they won the conference, Trent. So did Texas Tech. But Texas they Tech. won. They get a banner and a trophy, Trent. There's no trophies going to Fort Worth. What's more likely, TCU or Oklahoma State beats K State, or Texas Tech loses to Oklahoma or West Virginia? Oh, the, the former. See for sure. Yeah. Now, you said more likely. More likely. You didn't say likely. No, no. And I, I said there's a possibility. Right, right. It might be a Yeah, I mean, I guess it could happen. Chance. I guess it could. 
I guess it could. I mean, I don't think it'll happen, but I guess it could happen, especially without Dean Wade. Sight unseen, give me those points. TC or Oklahoma State, whoever it is. Whatever the line is, <laughs> you're, you're, you're snatching up those points. Absolutely. Uh, who's good? Well, let's do this exercise that we just did for the Big Ten then. Mm-hmm. Give me, a, give me the, the four teams that will play on opening night, which is Wednesday night, Nebraska at Rutgers, Northwestern and Illinois. Which of those two games has a winner that's going to go at least to Friday night? So who can get past, who will win Wednesday mm-hmm. and advance Thursday into Friday against, I would think, Michigan State or Purdue? I think the answer for this one is any of the above. Nebraska still has talent. Mm-hmm. That, that's still a talented team. They still certainly mm-hmm. could beat Maryland. If Rutgers, if Rutgers beats Nebraska, how about the physicality yes. of Rutgers Maryland? I mean, that, that thing's a battle. Two teams that match up well. You uh-huh. get a grinder kind of game, and it's Both two teams that came in at the same time. Yes, fifty-eight, fifty-five final. And mm-hmm. hey, look, Rutgers. Remember, they made a run last year mm-hmm. to Friday. Won a couple of games. Maybe it happens again, though, this time in Chicago. They got pounded yesterday. That they did. And then Northwestern or Illinois, neither team playing well. But it's Iowa. And we know Iowa historically. And we know Fran McCaffrey in this tournament. Four different times he's been Mm -hmm. upset by double-digit seeds. I saw the Illinois-Iowa game in Indianapolis three years ago. It was three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, And Illinois picked them off. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of them. Uh Four different times. Losing to double-digit seeds or worse seeds. Before we even get to Friday, it just... Iowa. What a great week this is going to be. Oh, it, it sets oh up God. beautifully. And we get the mid-majors that are going again tonight. I love that. Now, what championships do we have tonight? We have the... West Coast Conference is not tonight, No, right? that's the semifinals are this evening. We get the Metro Athletic Conference. Mm-hmm. Used to be at the Pepsi Center in Albany way back in the day. Siena with Frey McCaffrey were mm-hmm. there many times. In fact, I had a futures wager on Siena at 9-2. That didn't, that didn't cash. But you get Iona. Which always confuses everybody because, oh, it's I. No, it's not I. It's Iona. And they get Monmouth. Remember them from a couple years ago? I don't, uh, no, the, I don't think They're goofy do. things that all the kids did on the sidelines. Oh, and it was a I remember big, yes. that. Yes. That's the reason I remember it. I yes. didn't remember what school it was. But yeah, I remember that now that you mention it. They had a really good team, was on the bubble, didn't get in that season. They're not so good this year. They're 14 and 20. One more victory. Yeah. They'll be going to Dayton themselves for that 16 16 matchup. And uh, the other championship game tonight is, oh, this is a good one, Wofford against UNC Greenboro. So Wofford's going to get in regardless, right? Yes. I mean, I, they should. They're like 16 in the net. They're in. Are they really? Yeah. Well, then they're in for sure. And UNC Greensboro themselves is 28-5. and five. Well, it should be good. Is that the, What time is that game? That's the early one. Uh, that's that's six probably what I'm going to watch. Yeah. Good start to things. Mm-hmm, not bad at all. Uh, did you also see over, speaking of mid-majors, we won't get the championship tonight, but over in the Summit League, your boy Mike Dom in South yes, Dakota State. I saw that. That was lost to John Bonicamp's Leathernecks of Western Illinois. And Trent, remember we used that we used the, the South Dakota State as an example of the, over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you right much rather see a, a Mike Dom led team, three thousand point score, get into this tournament as opposed to a, you know, an Indiana or an Oklahoma or somebody that's going to get in as a nine seed? Don't isn't this the year that a mid major regular season championship? team should get some love if they get upset in the tournament and of course we feel that way but sadly that's not going to happen not for south dakota state now they don't they don't have the resume for that to happen but liberty it's a hell of a player though trent that's going to be left well there are a couple of them there's two three thousands point scores that are going to be left out of the tournament somebody else did it. maybe campbell lipscomb yeah was that what it was lipscomb got beat that's what it was it was i think i can't remember yeah bubblicious for them and maybe they can get in 
I'd rather see those teams. Mm-hmm. I just Belmont. Don't you? Don't yes, you see they're, they're going to. The, the consensus is. Well, what does bracket matrix say about them? But it seems like it seems like most people think that they're going to find a way into this thing. You know, since we uh, we really didn't spend a lot of time on the um, on Iowa Nebraska from yesterday, I want to spend more time on Texas Tech Iowa State as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Luca Garza was terrific yesterday, and you yes. can't say that about Luca Garza over the last oh, handful of games. He was he was at his best. Wieskamp was uh, was really good. Your guy Moss played better. Bohannon filled a Trent. I. I you hate the collapse, but this wasn't an awful Iowa effort yesterday. No, and a couple of times Nebraska would make runs at them. Now here's the thing about Nebraska. Here's the thing: if you're if you're if you're trying to poke holes in in Iowa's performance yesterday, the team that Nebraska put on the floor. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know that's that's not a very there's walk ons. Who had ever heard of this True Blood kid? Right before, right? This I mean, is Borcher an AIA type pool yes, of the players absolutely. out there. So, so I mean, Palmer's terrific. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And Roby was great. And Watson playing his final game. And Watson couldn't miss down the stretch. I wonder what his career numbers are, by the way, against Iowa. Watson, Glenn Watson, he's got to average twenty five and eight a game. It seems mm-hmm. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. a monster every time Iowa's seen him. Mm-hmm. First twenty minutes, Iowa turns the ball over twice. Final 20 minutes or final 25 25 minutes, they had what? I guess 11 because they had 13 overall. So they took care of the basketball in the first half. Uh, In the second half in overtime, it was um, a turnover fest, but way too many. Free throws. I mean, Tyler Cook makes a couple of free throws. I know Nebraska didn't shoot free throws worth a damn either. uh, But uh, free throws, Tyler Cook makes his, and he didn't. Cook's been disappointing down the stretch. If If there's a kid... Who is, I think, going into postseason and maybe the maybe the uh, final games of his Iowa career uh, the wrong way? Seems to be that guy is Tyler Cook. Wisconsin didn't score, didn't have a point. Yeah, against the right, Badgers, right. and then you know, that performance yesterday, and he had four assists. You know, he's doing mm-hmm. those playmaker things. That's the thing, really, though, that's dissipated from him from what we saw at the beginning of the year when he he get that head of steam, but then he'd also make some plays with it. We haven't seen that nearly as much. And it's not selfishness, I don't think. I. I it looks like he has hit a wall. We talk about the freshman wall a lot. It looks like Tyler Cook's hit a wall there. He's just not playing good basketball. He's not. Nope. Doesn't seem to have that same energy we saw really the first two three months of the year. Is the consensus still there that he is going to leave after this year, regardless? I think so. Yeah. Well, where's he going to go, Trent? Turkey. You think? I mean, that's that's uh, that's his only option, right? Is to go overseas and try and. Get paid because yeah. what is he? Is he truly six nine, six eight, six nine somewhere six, eight, around? Yeah, probably. And he's built like a you know what? Brick, yes, you know what? Um, His athleticism. Yeah, is, that's there for sure. It's in the upper percentile of, mm-hmm. of athletes, but there needs to be more to your game. Yeah, and the way the NBA game is going, twelve years ago, Tyler Cook maybe does find a home. Maybe today's basketball. Mm-hmm. How about Deontay Burton speaking of finding a home? Yes. Signed a regular NBA deal. Good for him. Abdul Nader, Deontay Burton, Monte mm-hmm. Morris tearing up the league. The Yang's getting some minutes. Boy, Iowa State had some guys over this last few years, didn't they? Does it make Woo! you kind of wonder, man, which could have done a little well, bit more? Well, the Virginia Sweet 16 team and yes. Shayok's on that team and uh, uh, in Chicago. That, that felt like it. That felt uh, that felt like a, a team that had a chance, but uh, anyways. Regardless. And Syracuse on the other side of that bracket that came out is that right? I'm not sure. Was that the year that Virginia then blew the lead to Syracuse, and Syracuse went to the Final Four? Um, I think that's probably, right. Your your memory's better than mine when it comes to that. <laughs> All right, Scott Dockerman's going to slide in here. We'll talk Cox. Well, let's just, we're going to talk Cox. Let's do, let's do more on uh, a couple more minutes on Iowa State Texas Tech before we get our, our break and get in here. You know the, the game the game itself it was. 
it was Texas Tech's just a better basketball team, and, yep. and they don't have a lot of guys. To me, this is a three-man team. Moretti is really, really good. Mooney, the transfer uh, from South Dakota, is really, really good. Culver's the player of the year in the conference, and a lottery pick. You know, they're going up a lot against a lottery pick, and he just tore them up. Moretti, that three Moretti, at the end of the first huge. half. Oh, you oh. know what? Thank you for bringing that up. Trent, that to me... It, it was such a absolutely, bad taste. Absolutely. Just, because then they, they cut it to what at that point? Two. Two, yeah. right? Yep. Yes. Great point. And Iowa State, seemingly, if memory serves, I watched a lot, ton of basketball. They were up like eight inside the final minute of, mm-hmm. that, of the first yes. half, and they scored. Uh, yes. Moretti's three at the end of the first half. A, they feel really good about themselves going in the locker room. Um, yeah. Mooney hit a three before that yep. in the final minute. That's what it was. It felt like Iowa State didn't play perfect, but they played really uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. And then you look up at the scoreboard. Yeah, they were trading baskets, and, and they were, they were going to take a, a, a comfortable lead mm-hmm. uh, into the locker room at halftime. Those those points, those two point, three-pointer strength, those were critical. Thank you for reminding me. It was Texas Tech's good. Mm-hmm. Iowa State, hope isn't lost now, though. It's a better feeling, at least to yeah. me, walking away. Yeah, they, they played okay. They got beat by a better team. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that we talked about a little bit last week after that other disappointing loss of just, was this team going to win another game? And look at where they are. Go to Bracket Matrix. Go to Shelby's uh, site, BracketWeg.com. Seven. Seven seed, and look at the tens. Who scares you? Uh, well, let me get the tens in front of me. St. John's? No. Washington? No. Ohio State? No. Florida? No. Th- these are the teams you're going to face. Although, give Ohio State credit yesterday. Oh, did you watch yes. that comeback? Wow. Boy, I did a day of comebacks. I wasn't turned it? it off. Oh, did you really? I did. And I had a wager on Wisconsin. Thank God for overtime. Whew, yeah, covered the three and a half. Is that what the number was? Yeah, yeah they they just collapsed. The, it was it was an afternoon of collapses. Wisconsin, Iowa, and Northern Iowa mm-hmm. all collapsed yesterday during the afternoon. It was a weird day yesterday. It really was. Uh, all right, we'll take a time out. Scott Dockerman's going to slide on in here. We'll get Doc's take on the uh, Big Ten bracket on what he saw over Lincoln again. I didn't think it was a defensive letdown. And think about what I'm saying. They scored 16 points in 47 seconds. They made shots. They made shots, but they were contested shots. Mm-hmm. It's not like they just got out of the way and just disappeared defensively. Right. Because we we would have thought that that was probably going to happen, right? If they, if, this is, if, if Iowa was going to lose this game, oh, they didn't play. They quit playing defense in the final minute and a half. Well, really, they didn't. I will take a timeout. Doc is next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KS. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more. From 1460 KXNO. Scott but Buttrock coming back for you. I was going to say, did you lose a bet and somebody asked you to play this tune? No, this is Doc's music. He loves, this is? He loves the rock, the power ballads of the 80s. I believe. What's wrong with him? A uh, portion of the program brought to us by our friends at Ankeny Dry Cleaners, 122 South Ankeny Boulevard. If you're uh, an Ankeny resident or you just moved to the area looking for a, your new dry cleaner because you don't want to drive all the way across town, do what I do. Ankeny Dry Cleaners, Bill Kirby and the crew at Ankeny Dry Cleaners. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic, he joins us. Hello, Doc. Trent and Ken, how are you? Hey, good. If I could just listen to a little more Warren, I'd be all right. <laughs> so you are into that then. Yeah, heaven isn't too far away, but it's it's not real close either for a lot of the basketball teams. Oh, man. That was, uh, you know what, Doc? Honestly, 
We'll start there. We'll get into the tournament and the Big Ten overall. And is ten and ten good enough? Is um, you know in the league that, like that? We heard Coach McCaffrey when your former colleague Michael Oss asked him that question after the game yesterday uh, in Lincoln. But honestly, Doc, my takeaway from the game, other than the fact that this wasn't a real good Nebraska team with a lot of walk-ons and you know guys fouling out at the end, it wasn't really a team that you would think you know talent-wise would match up to the Hawks, with the exception of Palmer and Watson going off. I didn't think to. Defensively, it was a uh, poor effort down the stretch. I didn't. We've seen Iowa play bad defensively. I I couldn't find um, you know reason to really criticize. Uh, they just made shots, Nebraska. How about that? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, as you know, it's an up tempo game, so I mean, you know, it's, it's, that that's the one thing that I even have to remind myself is that when you're great in Iowa, you know, like points per game and what have you, it's not really a fair assessment because they really want to get up and down the floor. And then when you do that, you're, sometimes your field goal percentage goes up because you get points in transition a little bit easier than other teams. But, you know, so I, I guess defensively it wasn't the worst, but they needed to use their offense to, to help their defense, and they didn't do a very good job of that. And that's been a, a, a point of contention for a long time. You know, and when you're up the way they were, especially in the final minute. I'm sure you know, you're up, what, nine points or whatever, 50 seconds left. Mm-hmm. You've got to use your offense to, to help you. And Iowa did not do a very good job of that. And, you know, yeah, they had the, the 16, 17-point lead or whatever it was and, and early in the second half. That happens. I mean, teams at home, you know, work that down. But the one that is inside of a minute, I mean, that's as big of a meltdown as, as you can imagine. So Iowa, for the third time, looks like an NCAA tournament team that's going to fall apart late in the year, four consecutive losses right now and five of six. It's not exactly like they're playing the who's who of the Big Ten either. These weren't losses to Michigan State, Michigan, and Purdue. They were Rutgers and Ohio State, Nebraska, a part of those losses. Does that say anything? Does it say anything about Fran McCaffrey, the program, that for the third time, good teams, NCAA tournament teams, are falling apart late? It does. I mean, this is an Mm -hmm. indictment of what he has done for for this program. I mean, when you start, you know, the first time and even the second time a little bit, you know, in 14 and 16, you know, you kind of go, well, they've got the same player. So is it, you know, is it the players who have kind of melted down? Do they just not have enough mental toughness? You wonder about that. You don't really accuse them of it. but, But now you start to see it, okay, this is happening again with a different group. Uh, you know, so I, I think you, right now you start to look at it and go, well, you know, that's the common element is the coaching staff here. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, you know, a lot of times I thought that those teams played really tight late, the 14 and 16 teams. Uh, they looked mentally fatigued as much as they were physically, which every team is. Uh, in this one, um, you could look back at the uh, incident in Ohio State. I mean, teams get blown out on the road. It happens, especially – you know, Ohio State's got some good athletes, and they were on the, they're on the bubble now. Uh, you know, so they they had a lot to lose, and they hit every shot that day. Okay, fine, move on. But, yeah, Arns what, hit every what, shot that day. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then you look at what Fran did. He gets suspended. Everything around the team is negative at that point. It's mm-hmm. not, hey, you know, it's Senior Day coming up. I mean, anybody who wrote about Senior Day knows that. You know, somewhat disingenuous. That's not what everybody's talking about. So, and then Rutgers went out and blew them out. Uh, at home, and then you know, same thing the other day, and now now you've got you know what happened in Nebraska to lose in overtime, and um, yeah, this is a team that's trending down. There's a lot of questions here, and uh, you know, they the one gift that they have that the other teams don't is they could still change the narrative, 
But right now, the narrative is it's just like it was before, and that's going to be hard. That's really hard for Iowa fans to get out of that negative thought process. So it was one of one of Marble's teams and Aaron White's teams. Who were the collapses, Trent? Those those two, this one, 14, 16, and then this so one. So Marble, White, one. and this one. Yeah, that, w- that would make sense. You know, uh, Doc, uh, fair points on the offense. I thought defensively they were good. Uh, you know what else I thought yesterday for the uh, – and, and it was good to see, quite frankly, uh, Luca Garza, who has you know, not, been, not been great in the month of February and then into March. I thought he got it going again. He was really solid yesterday, Doc. He was good. You know, very, very good. I mean, 25 points. They needed that because – when Iowa was playing really well, you know, the first part of February, I mean, he was a big factor in that. What, he had, you know, five straight or something like that, 20-point games, and was just, you know, really into it. But on the converse, and this is the problem with this team, is Tyler Cook, you know. I mean, yeah. he's 9-9, nine and nine, but that wasn't a very good 9. Nope. I mean, he missed, five, you know, six out of his 11 free throws. Uh, you know, wasn't in the game for a lot of the game. You know, just you you got to get your best player going, and, and especially against a team that, you know, lost its two primary power forwards, I mean, you know, and, and Isaiah Roby and Bornchart, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, uh, you know, as good as Garza played, I also look at the, the lack of what Cook could do is, is worse, and and so I just, you know, you're, you're against a depleted team right. to, to allow what they had happen, I mean, it's just right now you're it's all – it's all grasping at straws as to what's next for this team. Yeah, fair point on uh, on the personnel that Nebraska was able to put on the floor late. Um, walk-ons, etc. guys that never played. And true-blooded, I mean, he played 26 minutes yesterday. I think he was averaging like five. You know, you mentioned Tyler Cook, and Trent and I have been talking about this over the last couple of weeks, and the consensus was after last year is, well, he's coming back for one more year, he's going to work on some things, and then he's for sure going to, you know, he's going to leave after this year. He's going to leave with eligibility, um, remaining where's he going doc i mean I, personally i think he's better served to get his degree uh but apparently maybe europe's in the card he's six eight six nine he's athletic i'll give him that uh but still struggles to shoot the basketball there's a whole lot of athletes that are six eight and six nine that don't find a spot in professional basketball what's uh what's tyler cook's future after this year is it is it a given that he's leaving it's not an absolute given, but I, I wrote about him what last week. I talked to him for a little while, and and he's going to go for it again. You know, as far as go to the NBA and, and have them look at him and go on all these workouts and stuff. And and I guess his final decision would be made by what he the feedback he receives. And you know, I mean, he is he's a powerful, physical six nine, two fifty. You know, power forward type. He averaged fifteen points this year. Uh, he's you know his. You know, his um, detriments are, are obvious. I mean, he's not a very good shooter, you know, either at the free throw line or anything beyond uh, the backboard. Uh, you know, but, right. you know, I, I just wonder, you know, can he find his niche at the next level? And I think he can. He just has to concentrate on what is that niche. You know, it's, you can't hit the 40, even six-foot jump shot. So I think it, for him it's a matter of, okay, can he be a supreme rebounder and, and physical presence in the post? and and kind of execute that way. and But, you know, the, the one thing that people are forgetting is, you know, with basketball and so many options, is his game better served at Iowa or somebody else teaching him beyond this? You know, mm-hmm. is it a professional environment? It oversees the G League, you know, if he's so much in the NBA and somebody else teaching him. Because maybe his game needs more growth from somebody else teaching Excellent him. Excellent so, point. 
you know, so we'll see. Uh, so I, I think, well, you know, I don't think he's going to de- he's going to declare, and I don't know what his final analysis will be. I think it'll just depend on what he happens with all the NBA camps. Doc, uh, there there's some consternation out there about if Iowa loses to Illinois or Northwestern, would they be out? Talked about it a little bit earlier from everything that I've seen and read. I don't think so. I know you like to dive in. You like the bowl projections. You used to do a lot of NCAA tournament stuff, too, over at the Gazette. Have you crunched the numbers at all? I win danger in your mind of falling completely out of the bracket if they lose uh, coming up on Thursday? No, they're not. Um, but Dayton is a possibility. I mean, you know, if you lose five in a row. Now, you know, when you look at their overall resume, and I know that they've obviously struggled lately and, and lost some games, and but they're still 500 in the league. They got 10 Big Ten victories. They're perfect in the non-con, you know, even though, you know, some of the teams they expected to be decent, like Oregon and UConn aren't, um, but they did beat Iowa State. Mm-hmm. You know, so they do have a decent enough resume that, that, it, it, that they're in. You know, it really doesn't matter what happens. But that said, you know, I, I listened to what Fran had to say yesterday. And, you know, it's, it's a tough league, you know. And, and before the season, everybody would have taken 10 and 10, right. you know, and said, okay, yeah, you're back in the tournament. Six plus wins from last year. It's, you know, you're, you're moving forward. But, but when you're 10 and 6, right. you don't want to be 10 and 10. Right. And that's the problem. That's the point. And when you're playing a Rutgers team at home, I know they're improved, but you're still playing a Rutgers mm-hmm. team at home. You know, you're playing a Nebraska team that's completely depleted on the road, and you have a 16-, 17-point lead, and you have a 9-point lead in the final minute. That's nothing to feel good about, you know. And you just, you know, so they can they can erase this, but it's going to take, you know, a, a couple of wins at least this week, and then certainly, you know, a big weekend in the NCAA tournament. I think that weekend, the first two games of the NCAA tournament, if they get to the second game, is as big of a weekend as Iowa's had in basketball in a long, long time. Mm. Uh, Doc, uh, the, the fan base is, is upset. Uh, they, they want change. Uh, there's no way Fran McCaffrey's going to be bought out. You broke the story last year, that clandestine extension uh, that him and Barta worked out, that Barta thought, you know, I'm just going to keep this one to myself. I'm so proud of this. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not going to tell anybody. And you, to, to your credit, you found it and you put it out there. But what about the assistance, Doc? Is, is, would that placate the fan base if, you know, we get to the the end of the year and it doesn't end well you know i i think they'll they'll advance to friday at minimum in the big 10 tournament but could be wrong clearly illinois or northwestern could pick them off uh if they you know if they if they win a game in the tournament what about the assistance will there be call for change there and how likely is that to happen it's certainly possible i mean you know i i kind of thought last year might be the a year for change in that regard and it wasn't um you know, you got to remember, Gary Barta has always resisted the urge to force changes on staffs. I mean, you know, Kirk Ferentz back in 14, everybody wanted Greg Davis gone. And, uh, you know, after they lost all four trophy games, they were seven and six, got smoked at the, at the Tax Slayer Bowl. And no, he didn't force them, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it should have happened probably, but it didn't. So I can't, I think this is going to be Fran's call. Now, um, I know a couple of his assistants have wanted, you know, head coaching jobs in the past. And, uh, but they, you know, last year they, they stripped down the defense. They wanted to make changes there. But, but let's, let's face it. I mean, last year they were 14th of the Big Ten in, in conference defense. This year they're 14th again. Hmm. You know, they've been 14th, you know, or last, right. I think four or five times under France. So they've got to do. So, you know, is it now, is it the message by the staff or is it the offense? can't help the defense. I mean, this is kind of like, 
I always call it like Texas Tech-ish, you know, in football that, you know, you know, you pass, 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 and then the defense gets worn down. And I think that's kind of where they are. I don't know if they're going to sacrifice an assistant. I don't think it matters. I don't think, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying you need to have an assistant who can really teach defense. I don't think it matters. I think part of it is the personnel and part of it is that the, Iowa is so committed to its offensive scheme that it really puts its defense in a, in a negative position. Doc, uh, let's jump over to some brighter news since it's the off season. We can't complain about the team as much. Let's talk Iowa football and your article from last week talking about AJ Epinesa. Quick aside, you know what a freak he is athletically. We see what's happened with Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. Is there a real possibility AJ Epinesa? I believe for the first time ever could be a number one overall pick from the University of Iowa. Overall, very well could be overall. Overall. It's possible. I mean, you look at this year and you think, you know, Nick Bosa is considered the best prospect in the draft mm-hmm. now. But the fact is, quarterbacks always tend to go number one. People want to get a quarterback. So mm-hmm. that may be the deterrent. But I would not be surprised at all if A.J. Epineza is considered the best prospect mm-hmm. in the draft next year. He is uh, he's a machine. I mean, I, I so was, is when Tua. I was combine. Yeah, I talked to several different, uh, you know, players who played against him and they were all like uh yeah this guy's really good and Mm -hmm. you know he led the big ten in sacks as a sophomore you know with a third of the Mm -hmm. staff you know what's he going to do this year you know he's bigger stronger you know better technique um you know against you know he's older you know that i i think you know if he stays healthy he's he's an all-american and (laughs) and uh, he's as good of a prospect as i was ever had out of that position interesting point um Two is pretty good at Alabama. He mm-hmm. would be the guy, right? Was he? Is he the 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 quarterback? I, uh, fair point. Yeah, I read your piece, Doc. You're putting out some great uh, content at the Athletic. Uh, Iowa had a busy week signing guys. No, Iowa State signed a, uh, one uh, and a, a kid who's uh, they call him an athlete. Uh, remains to be seen what position he'll play. But Junior Day wasn't there a big recruiting event? Didn't Caker tell us that? And was very fruitful this past weekend, apparently. Yeah, they got a couple of commitments, a couple offensive linemen, one that they really needed, I think, and Josh Folk out of Cedar Rapids. Uh, you know, he's one that a lot of people wanted and and uh you know, when you're when you're on the doorstep of Iowa City, you really want to, you know, really mm-hmm. circle the wagons and get get those guys and he was probably the last really good unspoken prospect in the state or at least high profile. So, uh, you know, they getting that guy I think is is really helpful for Iowa and uh, you know, and I think they're up to eight commitments now for the 2020 class. So, um, you know, so they've got a really good foundation set, and it's just a matter of, you know, of course they don't sign until December, so anything can happen. We saw that with Ross Pierschbacher a lot of, a few years ago, but I just think uh, this is a pretty good move for Iowa. It's a good move for Josh Folk. And I think, uh, you know, they're, they're, they've got a good foundation. So. Last, last thing, Doc, back to basketball. Pursuant to the uh, to Chicago in the Big Ten tournament, look, I watched Michigan State come back, roar back. I thought Michigan was all over them in the first 20 minutes. Not sure if you saw the game on Saturday night. Michigan State swept them. Purdue's playing very well. They, they uh, grab a share of the, of the conference. Who's going to win? Who's going to cut down the nets at the United Center on Sunday afternoon? Who do you like? I like Purdue. I, I think Carson Edwards is the most dynamic offensive player in the league. I like what they could do as a matchup with Michigan. I think it could be a really good game, but you know, I, obviously, I don't see Iowa getting there. Um, so I think Purdue beats Michigan head to head on Saturday, and I think they, you know, they play Michigan State, and it's going to be a really tough, aggressive game. But 
I just I, I like what uh, you know I, I like the way Matt Painter's coached all year. He really rallied that team after a subpar non-conference season, and and I like Carson Edwards. So uh, you know, because I still think Michigan State's a little depleted, you know, injury wise to win out. But uh, you know, I expect it to be the Boilermakers over the Spartans. Good stuff. Didn't Iowa really? Jumpstart Purdue season. Didn't they go into Mackey yeah, early they, in Big Ten yeah. play, right? I thought so. Uh, Doc, listen, we're out of yeah. time. Great stuff. We'll talk to you uh, a week from today. I uh, will read you at The Athletic. Thank you, Scott Dockerman, as always. All right. Have a good one, guys. Yep, you do the same. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. If you haven't already done so, two enthusiastic thumbs up from this radio team of Miller and Con, and we're both subscribers and both glad we are. We'll come back and finish the hour. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen six. Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Yeah, we got that covered. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hi, Miller and Cotton in Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. A little bit of news regarding the tournaments as far as the availability of some of the uh, some of the players. Uh, Zion is going to play. That's what we. That's what Shashevsky said. He's going to take contact today, and they anticipate he will play uh, in the ACC tournament. Kerwin Roach is back for Texas. Good mm. news there. Makai Mason, the Baylor, um, terrific transfer. Yeah, questionable with that foot injury that's popped up again. Dean Wade, likewise for K State. So perhaps. Real important guys in Iowa State's potential first two uh, games in the uh, Big 12 tournament. No Wade if they advance. No Mason, at least at this point. Scott Drew said on the teleconference. Uh, and Caleb Wesson is back. For the Buckeyes. For the Buckeyes. So that's huge for him. Yes. The and other Wesson was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Boy, there was a ton of hoops. I watched a lot of basketball. So did I. And Trent, here's the good news. We can do it again this week. Yes, we are. I am so excited for it. It's kind of a maybe a media misnomer that, you know, this week is actually better than the NCAA. A lot of people feel that way, Trent. Eh, really? Wait, Vegas? Take, take me back. Take me back to that great memory you have. The Big the- East Championship. Okay. Uh, UConn's Championship. Uh, I love the Big East Tournament. Now, this year, I yeah. probably won't watch a game. It's bad. Talk about mediocrity. <laughs> right? Whoa. Um, yeah, there's know, moments. Sure, there's Jerry moments. Jerry Mac- McNamara. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Iowa going four for four, the first power conference go. team with yeah. Reggie Evans and company. Yeah. There are those moments. So you answered your own question. So are you coming around? No, not at all. <laughs> because for every, well, the five we named there, I can name 50 from the NCAA yeah, tournament. Look at, um, it's great. It's great. But let's not... Overvaluing, yeah, but it's the NCAA tournament, the importance. Oh, there's of nothing it. like it. I agree right. with that. It's opening weekend of the of the big dance. That, yes, that, that's. But Vegas is packed both weekends. Yeah. I mean, there's and a lot gambling, of people. This is actually better. Well, that's why a lot of people mm-hmm. that forego the first four days of the uh, NCAA tournament they've they've switched to go out there this weekend to just get wrapped up in all of it because man, oh man, there's a ton of it. I got something for you when we come back to kick off the next hour. Okay. We have the TV crews, all eight announcing I saw crews. that. You know, there's more TV news. Did you see what Fox is? They're going to try and college. They're going to try and challenge College Game Day on Fox. Oh, really? That'll work well. Well, didn't they try that? Didn't Erin did. Andrews? Yeah. That's what she did, right? It was a disaster. And, and that lasted a year. Right. Yeah. They're trying it again. Well, it's not going to work. Urban Meyer. It's not going to work. Reggie Bush. Matt Leinert. Ugh. Brady Quinn. It's going to be worse than I thought. Rob Stone anchoring. That's the lineup. They're taking on 
ESPN. We got Nance and Grant Hill and Bill Raftery. Do you know where they're time. going? No. That's the key. We'll try to figure it out. Because they were here last they time. They were. The A-team Des Moines. Des Moines not getting that group, I, I don't think, think again. So. We'll try to figure it out. Uh, Trent and I have another hour to go. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune, going to join us in 15 minutes. Scott Phillips, National College Basketball writer at the bottom of the hour. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460.